news. It's important to uh, know what's going on. Traffic. Very informative. And AccuWeather. It's important to know the weather forecast. Always come first. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Uh-huh. Now on FM 1071. You know that I'm paid by the minute. You know that, right? I'm paid by the minute. So that means I can leave early. <laughs> we started the news early. And that means I can leave early today. So, I'll take the extra five minutes. And by the way, this is KTSA San Antonio. I'm sure you said that, right? Because you're a radio guy. Top of the hour, ID. Yeah? Five minutes early. Thank you. That's exactly right. Yeah, years ago, I used to work at a radio station where their whole thing was news five minutes sooner. Yeah, that's what we we did did here. We did that today. Yeah. Wow. Well, when I was program director here, back in the Dust Bowl times, um, that's what I did. I said it was news on 55. Boom. News on 55, which meant yeah. 55 past the hour. You know, the news. it'd be great, though, if you all would forward the memos to me from now on. Well, <laughs> hey, let me t- <laughs> let me just tell you this one, big boy. This time, screw-up had nothing to do with me. No. I was sitting on my keister sipping coffee ready to go, and the next thing I know, it's news time. Yeah. So I, I had nothing to do with this one. So uh, send the memo to Don uh, because he, <laughs> he decided yeah. to have premature news uh, Yeah. Whatever, yeah. I, I wanted my time now. So. <laughs> you got it's it. It's all about me. Anyway, we got a we got a big day today. There's a lot to cover today. It's going to be hot, as you know what, all over again. The war of words between the uh, chief of police and the DA heated up uh, last night. Uh, got even hotter uh, in the evening time because now the DA is fully blaming the chief of police of San Antonio. Isn't that something? The DA for San Antonio says, listen, the problem here, the problem here is that the chief of police in 2022 disbanded the rope program or feeder offender program, which means he doesn't have the guys available to go out and find these bad guys on the road. And so without the proper amount of police officers out there to go find these guys because the chief screwed up, That means um, these guys are roaming free to shoot cops. It's all the chief's fault, says the DA. I have come to a conclusion. I came to this conclusion a few days ago. I've been telling you about it. And I, I, I firmly believe that the only way to resolve this now is that the governor, Greg Abbott, must step in. He has the ability, because a law that went into effect on September numero uno, that would allow him to intervene with uh, prosecutors in in cases just like this. Uh, I think that's what's needed now is the governor must uh, insert himself into this because these guys, I'm talking about the DA, I'm talking about the mayor, you know, uh, they they don't support. They they have they're, they're not backing the cops, man. They're not backing the cops. Uh, and when you have an abdication of leadership at the DA level and the and the leadership at the city level that aren't backing the cops, uh, you end up with an Austin, because that's exactly what happened in Austin under Steve Adler. That's exactly what happened in Los Angeles. That's what's exactly what happened in Chicago. That's exactly what is going on all across this country in these various locations. And I've told you that uh, that money came from George Soros to abdicate the support of the police. And it's a screwed up deal. There's so many things right now that are screwed up, not only in San Antonio, but across our nation. 
you know, where they're locking these J6 guys up. One of them they locked up yesterday for 22 years. He wasn't even in Washington when J6 happened. On the very same day, yesterday, when they were locking up Terrio, on the very same day, cities across the country, liberal blue cities across the country, decided they're going to give millions of dollars to the BLM rioters. Oh, yeah. Look it up for yourself. BLM rioters who burned buildings, who attacked police during the summer of hate in 2020 under the BLM riot. They're being paid, those rioters are being paid millions now by these blue cities. You talk about a ripoff. You talk about an absolute 100% theft uh, being aided and abetted by the leadership of blue cities. Watch for it to happen here. Let's see if if Nirenberg advances the same thing. Remember, he was with the BLM raising his fist. I'm with you, man. Pharaoh, you work for me now, baby. Come on. And he put his his best black voice on. Ron Nirenberg from Massachusetts. Hey, baby. Yeah, man. Come on. It's my GD city, baby. <laughs> okay. Right. We're buying it. Watch for him to try to move the same thing. We, we, we're going to give some millions of dollars to BLM. On the same day, ladies and gentlemen, the very same day, they're locking up guys for J6 that didn't set anything on fire. They didn't kill anybody. It was the government that killed somebody on that day. And that's what we have going on. So back to the chief and the DA going at it back and forth. What are you writing up there, Lane? You don't have to write it. You can just turn on your microphone and say it. The what now? The mayor will back BLM, but not our law enforcement. Well, that's right. That's exactly right. So um, anyway, uh, the governor has got to uh, know about this. Uh, Elaine sent that interview up there that I did with uh, uh, Danny Diaz yesterday. She sent that up there for the governor to hear, but it's gonna. He's got to resolve this because they they can't. They're not. They they refu- They're not going to resolve it. Um. And now that the DA has fully, one hundred percent, laid this on the chief of police. Uh it's just you know. You look at this and go, this is just. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. So that's where we are, and I'm calling for the governor to get involved in this. I I think you guys who listen to this show and other shows ought to call for the governor to get involved in this and solve this situation to protect our community and protect our police officers here. That without the blue line, we're all sunk. And this is an attack on police. It fully 100% is an attack on police uh, that has been orchestrated through, you know, these offices here, just like it is across the country, and it's time for the governor <clears throat> to put an end to it, to put a stop to it before it's completely out of control. So let's do it. Governor Abbott, let's get involved. Let's stop this and stop it right now before we lose any more police officers. 210-599-5555. Speaking of Governor Abbott, you got a judge that told him to remove those buoys down in the water. A federal judge said you got to take those out by September 15th. Governor Abbott said this is an incorrect ruling. It's going to be overturned on on appeal. We will continue to utilize every strategy to secure the border, including deploying Texas National Guard soldiers and Department of Public Safety troopers and installing strategic barriers. We'll look. 
bottom line on this is the state of Texas is having to fight Joe Biden. And by the way, when I say Joe Biden, it's Barack and, and uh, Michelle Obama. They're running the country through Joe Biden. You'll find that out in, 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 in due course of history. You have to fight Joe Biden and Barack Obama to secure our own border, which is exactly what this fight is about. They do not want the border secured. They do not want a border. I'm telling you, this administration, and I'm going to back it up with evidence all during the show this morning, this administration is about destroying this country. Period. I'm not trying to ruin your Thursday. I'm not trying to rain on a good Thursday. It's going to be a beautiful day and all that kind of stuff. But it's my job to let you know what is going on in the deep, dark recesses of how they're attacking this country from within, and that's exactly what these guys are doing. And so they sued, the federal government sued the state of Texas, and a judge decided, yeah, you need to take those up and you can't have those down there. This is uh, U.S. District Judge David Ezra who decided that we've got to take those buoys out of the water. Well, what that screwed-up judge doesn't realize and what this screwed-up administration doesn't realize is those buoys are saving lives. They're saving lives because people are not crawling into the water anymore, and our guys are not having to get in the water to fish people out who are swimming across the river or walking across the river or whatever. It has stopped a lot of that, but they don't care. They want an open border so they get the drugs in here as they are continuing to destroy the country from within. Governor Abbott says our battle to defend Texas' sovereign authority to protect lives from the chaos caused by President Biden's open border policies has only begun. Texas is prepared to take this fight all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, good. Take it to the Supreme Court, but don't back down one inch. And the time is ra- – look, I'm, I'm becoming ever increasingly convinced the time is coming where we're just going to have to stand on our own as sovereign territory. This is just getting out of control. It's ridiculous now. What are they doing? What, what does association with the federal government benefit the United or, or benefit Texas? T- somebody tell me that. 210-599-5555. What benefit are we receiving from Washington, D.C.? They're not protecting the border. They're not defending the country. We're being invaded, right? That's what they're supposed to do. <clears throat> so what benefit is it? I'm just curious. I'm just asking a question. 210-599-5555. Today, Ohio Senator J.D. Vance will introduce the Freedom to Breathe Act. He's written an opinion piece today that says Democrats are bringing back mask mandates, and indeed they are. The Democrats want the mask mandates to come back and all the other mandates and shot mandates and all the other stuff. So he's introducing the Freedom to Breathe Act today. The question is, will Democrats object to that? Will they object to the Freedom to Breathe Act? It basically prohibits the federal government from mandating masks on planes, public transit, public schools, etc. It also blocks taxpayer dollars from being used to enforce a mask mandate. Now... This is brilliant. This is a stroke of brilliance on Senator Vance's part because this is forcing Democrats' hands. 
because over the past several days, as this has ramped up and more and more people are talking about the Democrats bringing back mask mandates, the Democrats are saying, no, we're not. We will never do that again. We're not going to do that. We're not doing it. We're not bringing back masks. We're not bringing back mask mandates, blah, 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 blah. And so J.D. Vance is forcing their hand. <laughs> He's saying, okay, then let's see. If no one objects, because this is unanimous consent, if no one objects, the bill passes automatically. But if Senate Democrats block the legislation, well, then you'll know that they are planning to reinstate mask mandates once again. It's going to be interesting to follow that. 210-599-5555. Are we about to get a new president of the United States? And I'm not talking about next year. I'm talking about in, within weeks. We'll talk about that, too. Coming up, Trey Ware, KTSA. Imagine it's the last ride, but you're going to have to open up the request lines and start uh, doing topics by request. Uh, John just called in at 210. Remember the old request line days? John just called in at 210-599-5555 and asked if I would talk about the Liberty Safe case. So I'll do that real quick here. But then I got something for you guys to help me out with. Okay. All right. But first of all, the Liberty Safe case is a case involving uh, Nathan Hughes, J6 guy, who was there. He didn't break anything. He didn't do anything wrong. He was just there on that day. But the FBI says he's a domestic terrorist because he was there. So the FBI went to his house, guns drawn, handcuffed him, and then called Liberty Safe and demanded that they override the code on his safe so they could get into his safe where he kept his guns. Liberty is a big uh, maker of, of gun safes, et cetera, et cetera. Liberty gave him the code, the override code, and the FBI got in a man's safe. According to his friends who are now, you know, hollering about this, and if this is true, I would be hollering about it too. Apparently they didn't have a warrant, apparently. So we'll see. Uh, Kamala Harris says she's ready to be president. Oh, really? That's an interesting little twist. Where did that come from? Huh? Who, who, who's, who's laying that one out? Uh, Harris told the Associated Press in Jakarta, Indonesia, let us understand that every vice president must be very clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job of being president. I'm no different. Whoa. She says she's battle-tested and ready. 77% of Americans, 69% of Democrats believe Biden is too old to be El Presidente. So this is going to be interesting to, uh, I don't know, is she foreshadowing something? Something to come? She says she's ready. Well, okay. She'll, I'm sure, take the orders from Barack and Michelle, who are giving the orders, and she'll take those orders, and nothing will change. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That was this deal, all the news yesterday, all the rage yesterday was the prosecutor, David Weiss, in the case of Hunter Biden saying, I'm going to indict him by the end of September. Big whoop. You know nothing's going to happen. Nothing is going to happen to Hunter Biden. He's a protected species. He came out of the sewer. He lives in the sewer in Washington, D.C. He grew up in the sewer of Washington, D.C. They're not going to touch him. They're not going to do anything. Okay, so uh, you guys, are, there's a couple things i got to talk about. First of all, thanks, Don, very much for the ktsa fifty five hundred dollar button okay this goes back to the late 1970s and early 1980s when this little bitty button it's red white and blue uh it says the kt the ktsa fifty five hundred dollar button where eligible to win now you could not go anywhere in san antonio we had merch we uh, money <laughs> really? well don and i were talking about this yeah. a minute ago elaine that um 
you couldn't go anywhere without seeing this button on, on people because what we would do is people would wear the button and we would walk up randomly to people wearing a button and we would give them $55, $550, or in one case, $5,500 cash on the spot, right? And so everybody, it didn't matter where you went. You went to restaurants to order your food and the server or the guy behind the counter who's taking your order at McDonald's would have these and they put them on their cowboy hats. They put them everywhere. Some some people got handfuls and put them all over their bodies so you couldn't, (laughs) really, so you couldn't miss them. Uh, and then in, in Jimmy Carter's era, when the interest rates went high and the economy was in, in the tank, uh, gold and silver, precious metals, just shot up. The price of gold was like $1,000 an ounce, whatever it was. It was just huge. And uh, so we did a gold and silver button where everybody wore, and you we went out with gold and silver and handed out gold and silver to people wearing gold and silver. But you, you would literally see lawyers arguing cases in court with this on their lapel this little KTSA button. A lot of people remember it. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it up on the on my social media. A lot of people remember these. Um, when, I, when I was working here in that, the, the, that time, uh, Coca-Cola Cowboy, Mel Tillis, that was a big thing at the time. And I went to the rodeo, and we had these. Uh, we, got to, we teamed up with Coca-Cola, and we had, I'm a, Coca-Cola, I'm a KTSA Coca-Cola Cowboy button. And went to the rodeo and handed out money to people. Where are you a Coca-Cola cowboy? I sure am, man. And we'd hand out cash right there. And I walked around with a tape recorder and we handed out cash. But we gave away actually one time, Elaine. We gave away a house on this radio, a home. Yes, yes. We gave away a home. We gave away eighty-five thousand dollars one time. We gave away one of the times uh, we, we were in spring and headed into summer. We gave away a truck a trailer, and a boat, a full rig. We got your summer ready, baby, here on 55 KTSA. I mean, we gave away so much stuff around here at that time. It was insane how much stuff we gave away. So anyway, thank you, Don. He found the button and brought it in to me. I appreciate yeah. that very much. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I just have one question. Yeah. Who in their right mind decided it was a good idea to hand $5,500 in cash over to some radio guy <laughs> to just kind of wander around town. My thoughts a, exactly. Yeah, with a handful of cash, which at the time was probably a year's pay for Who some of these Who was here guys. in the 70s and 80s that we would have trusted you know, with five, cash? $5,000 back then, that was a year's salary. Well, it was some, huge. It was, you know? it was, and and well, so, yeah, that's so right. why would they just hand, hey, you know what? <laughs> Boogaloo Bobby. Here you go. Walk around with five Johnny grand. Fever. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, that $5,500 becomes $5.50. <laughs> Boogaloo Bobby's hung over for a month. We actually had a, uh, we, we, there was a, a black box with a white question mark on it and a bunch of stuff stuck in the in the box. Yeah. There was nothing in there. Right. Gave away clues on the air, and it was like a car. I'm trying to remember, cl- car, diamond rings, you know, a trip to wherever. And if you guess what was in the box, you won all those prizes. And drove that box around town, parked it in the parking lot of the Sizzler. People would come over and stare at that black box trying to figure out what was inside of it. It was empty. Yeah. One of the guys drove it underneath the bridge and knocked the top off of it. <laughs> you know what would have been fun, though? Yeah. If you'd have parked that thing at different locations and had, like, this speaker inside with a voice saying, Hey, get me out of here! <laughs> yeah. Dang, 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 yeah. dang, dang. Let me out. I laid down to take a nap, and now I can't get out. Hello, AC. What's up? Hey, I used to deliver those buttons. Hey, Aurora! Hey. <laughs> I love I'm you. I'm on my way to work. <laughs> uh, you're my Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was your Santa Claus when we gave away all of those tempos. What? Your Santa Claus? What, did we gave away five cars? Yeah, we gave away five cars, and what happened was 
Santa Claus didn't show up, and Yoli Ariano goes, Yoli. Yeah, we we dressed her up as Santa Claus, dressed dressed Aurora up as Santa Claus, and we went out and we gave away five. Get that, five not cars. one car. We gave away five Fords. Do you remember when Rebecca Romo worked sure, here? And sure. She had a promotions yeah. director and everything. We had Greg Martin dress up as Santa, uh-huh. and we were elves, and we sat on Greg Martin's lap. Oh, well, you couldn't do that now. now. No. HR would get now you. Now he's our boss. That's, yeah. right. well, that, that's actually that's how I got this job. That's right. I did the same thing. I pulled yeah. on his beard. Yeah. All right. Uh, he Aurora. liked it. Aurora, great to hear from you. Maybe we'll get together and give away some more cars soon. Yeah, soon, and I used to uh, take those buttons to the McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember those days. That was a lot of fun. Aurora, have a good trip, and uh, and thanks for calling in this morning. Okay, quick break. When we come back, get ready for your gas prices to shoot up again. I'll tell you why. Trey Ware, KTSA. There are lots of studies. KTSA at 210-599-5555. Uh, running through the news this morning and taking your calls about the news as well. So, get ready for your gas prices to surge high again, and here's the problem. It's going to be worse this time because our oil reserves, because of Joe Biden, have been depleted lower than they have been since 1983. Now, what has happened to the country since 1983? We have grown exponentially. And so, he is actively right now, meaning this administration, which I fully believe that Barack Obama's pulling the strings on the administration. They're actively right now trying to shut down drilling, all oil drilling all across this country. The latest move. The Biden administration yesterday unilaterally, by fiat, which means their own decision. That means without you. That means without any input from you. That means without Congress or the courts. That means I'm the king, I'm the potentate, and quite frankly, Barack Obama is the king, right? He can do whatever he wants because nobody's going to question him. You're a racist if you do, and he's running this administration. They have now canceled oil and gas leases, which were issued by Donald Trump in 2021 to an Alaskan State Economic Development Agency. The Department of the Interior yesterday said Joe Biden is now the greatest conservation guy in the history of the world. He's delivering on the most ambitious climate conservation agenda in history. No, he's destroying our economy. He's destroying the United States of America. I've been to Alaska. I doubt Joe has been. They tell us he's going on 9-11 because they don't want him in D.C. They don't want him in New York for 9-11, so they're sending him as far away as possible. They're sending him to Alaska on 9-11. Yeah, you get that. Barack Obama wants him nowhere near where he can be asked questions, so Barack is sending him to Alaska on 9-11. <laughs> don't be anywhere near where 9-11 happened. So he's going to be completely on the other side of America. <laughs> on 9-11. But he's shutting down active leases. 400,000 acres. 400,000 acres. Leases, oil leases in Alaska that are supported by lawmakers and native Alaskans. As you probably know because you went to school and you studied, Alaska is heavily dependent on the oil business. 
That's where they make their money. It's not tourism, although tourism is really big. It's oil. And they do such a fantastic job of it in Alaska, you would never even know that they're drilling for oil up there. I've been there, I'm telling you. I've been to the areas where they are drilling, and you can't tell. They keep it clean and neat, and they do a wonderful job. And it supports the Alaskan economy like nothing else, and it supports the United States. And, folks, you can't support the United States with this administration. They refuse to. They are, with the open borders, with the assault on your freedoms and liberties, and with the destruction of the oil and gas industry in this country, they are about the destruction of the country. Now, I'm going to tell you something else they're doing. They are coming after the Permian Basin. The Permian Basin is Texas. It is. The Texas economy is the Permian Basin. The Texas economy relies, I won't say solely, but heavily on the Permian Basin and the oil that comes out of the Permian Basin. The Biden administration has declared war on the Permian Basin. They have found a lizard. A lizard. And the Interior Department is claiming that this lizard needs to be on the endangered species list. And if no one objects, they're going to put that lizard on the endangered species list. And when they do, forget about oil coming out of the Permian Basin. This administration, in their lust to destroy our country, is willing to kill people through killing the economy, destroying the economy of this country, to what they say is to save a lizard. Now, folks, we already fought this battle here. When, under a previous Democrat president and leadership in the state, they decided to tell you you, couldn't, you had to do all this restrictions on your water out of the aquifer because the blind salamander. Remember those days? Those of you who have been here and followed the news, you remember the fight over the blind salamander. I called it on the air the blind fart darter. That's what it looked like to me. A little bitty tiny thing, just whatever. You know what? It was flourishing. But they got the Sierra Club to sue, and they got this happening, and that happening, and then, oh, yeah, we gotta, now we've got to put pumping limits here on, a, on an aquifer. And there was so much water in that aquifer, you could, man, there were water for days in the aquifer. But that's where they came up with the J6 well and all, well, anyway, J17 well and all these wells that they were testing the water. Oh, no, you're below the limits. Well, how far down does it go? Well, we don't know, but we don't know, so you can't pump. So kill people, kill an economy because of a blind little tiny amoeba down on the bottom of the uh, uh, of the aquifer. Well, that's what they're doing to the Permian Basin in West Texas now, which is that, look, I can't tell you the billions of dollars that the Permian Basin puts in the schools. You people who are involved in the schools, who support this administration, who are involved in public education, who support Joe Biden, He's trying to kill your job because Texas education draws billions every billions every year from the Permian Basin and the oil that it produces. So between ANWR, which is the Alaska project that he has now crap canned and 
yanked those leases away, 400,000 acres. And he's, by the way, there's more up there that he's trying to do in addition to that 400,000 that they did yesterday. And then coming after the Permian Basin, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to have oil. You're going to have gas. If you have oil to, to, to do gasoline uh, here in this country, it's going to be 12 or $15 a gallon, which obviously is their plan, right? First of all, to destroy our, wreck the economy so that we become part of the world alliance that they have a dream of. And second of all, to force everybody into electric vehicles. If gasoline is suddenly overnight twelve or fifteen dollars a gallon, what are you going to do? You're going to get in public transportation, which is one of their goals. The other goal is you're going to have to buy one of these stupid hundred and twenty thousand dollar electric cars if you plan on driving yourself anywhere. You need to wake up. You need to pay attention. Again, as George Washington said, government is like fire. It's a good thing as long as you control it. But the American people have gone to sleep and have abdicated their control of their government. And look what this government is doing to you. Look what they're doing. They are now going after the oil and gas business like no one else in the history of the world has ever done. They have imported 7 million homeless people, and you see them right here on Eisenhower Road. I drove up Eisenhower Road yesterday to go to a meeting, and I counted more than a dozen homeless people between here and Austin Highway, which is a half a mile away. They all got their carts. They're laying on the side of Eisenhower Road. I'm telling you, I grew up in this neighborhood. I've been in this neighborhood my entire life. That's 60 years coming up in a couple of weeks. And I've never seen that happen right here before. This administration has imported 7 million homeless people into the United States of America in two, two and a half years' time shutting down the oil and gas business, coming after the Permian Basin. You need to wake up, and you need to know what they're doing to you right underneath your nose and how they are hell-bent on the destruction of this country. And they're pouring more and more and more into Ukraine. They announced this morning another billion dollars to Ukraine. That's after they announced yesterday a $175 million package with depleted uranium munitions going to Ukraine. $175 million military stuff, armaments, going to Ukraine with depleted uranium. So get this. They're shutting down Anwar, right? They're shutting down the oil and gas business here because it's bad for the environment. Yet, we're sending uranium, uranium, weapons with uranium, that cause cancer when it's exploded on people. So it's okay to put cancer-causing uranium up in the air, but we better shut down the oil and gas business. Wake up, folks. Wake up. This is what they're doing to you. They've already done cluster bombs over there, which are killing citizens and killing children. Our country has already sent cluster bombs. They announced another $1 billion in aid today. The aid is going to Ukraine to keep the lights turned on, keep the schools open, keep the restaurants going. That's all going on over there. I thought a really revealing picture came from Labor Day in Kiev with everybody in the pools in, in Kiev in Ukraine, and they're relaxing in the pools, and half the screen was that. The other half was Maui all burned out. That's what's happening. Now, let me tell you the danger of this situation with Ukraine and sending more stuff to Ukraine. We're not officially at war. Do you know what that means? We're not buying any more munitions right now because we're not at war. We're not in a war stance. We buy munitions in a heavily, you know, you know, when you're at war, you buy more tanks and you buy more 155s and you buy more of this and that. 
Well, we haven't ramped that up because we're not officially at war. So the stuff we're giving to Ukraine is in a warehouse kind of deal. And the warehouse is depleted. And new research now shows that if we got into a war, let's just say with China or with North Korea or any of these other bad guys who want to get into a war with us, we have one week. If we have to go to war, we have one week worth of stuff on the shelf. And it takes years, years to replace this stuff. Think about that. He's depleted the complete strategic oil uh, reserves, the stuff that we need in wartime to you know, fly the airplanes and drive the tanks. He's depleted that. And now he's depleting our munitions. Destroying the, the, the gas business, oil and gas business here. And imported 7 million homeless people. Now somebody please tell me how this is not an organized plan to destroy the country. How is it not? I mean, I'm awake to this stuff. Are you? 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking... It's giving you today, Jimmy. Man, it's pulling up some stuff, man. I'm not digging it. We need we need to get the get the mojo going over there, man. What is that machine doing? It's as up-tempo. That was the strokes. This is good. You think? Uh, yeah. Well, if you want the oldies, I'll play the oldies. Yeah, something that's gotten a little more vibe and verve to it man this is this is lulling me back to sleep man. oh stop it <laughs> you're not going back to sleep that's impossible hey did y'all see the escaped murderer this guy is spider-man did you see that i mean you learn how to do that watching american ninja warrior is that what they, it was yeah it's, that's the wall climb God. i mean that's what they do in these competitions didn't that's, they do that in the in the uh what is that matrix movie a few months ago another prisoner did that same thing did you see this yeah. Don, did you see this guy? No, I did not. This is the, the, the really bad, bad guy that they're really worried because he's out and he's like, a, he'll just rip your throat right. out, you know? Yeah. He's from Brazil, right? Yeah. Colombia, Brazil? Brazil. Brazil. Okay. So he's a Brazilian. Yeah. I've not seen the video of him. No, like, man. He walks effort, Effortless. He just, he knows what he's doing. Right? He's obviously done this before. So he goes over, there's this wall, two walls in a hallway kind of thing, Don. And it's out, kind of outside, inside. It's right in front of a door. And they got a camera craned on him, you know. Well, how do you think he got here in America? He crawled Scaled a wall. Yeah, sure. Wire. That's exactly right. <laughs> and he puts his feet on one side of the wall, Don, and his hands on the other side and crawls up. Like, like you, you know, you're standing in a hallway, and you put your hands on one wall and your feet on the other, and he crawled up to the roof. And that's how he jumped out. Now, I preached at a prison in Cuero years ago. And when I got there, the warden had me, took, he took me around and showed me everything about the prison, right? And it was, we're outside the walls, and this is pretty serious prison, right? We've got walls and the whole thing, and the guard towers, like you see on TV. And there's numbers down the walls. So you got 100, 200, 300, 400. So I had to ask the warden, I said, what are those numbers on the wall there? 100, 200, 300, 400. He said, that tells the guy in the tower which rifle to grab to shoot somebody who's getting out. Oh, wow. You know something? Yeah. It says, you know, you need the 100-yard one, you need the 200-yard one, you know, whatever, to get one of these guys who have, who have made it out. Well, I don't know how this guy got out because – I'm it, watching it now. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that crazy? You know, you always knew that guy in school, though, who could do stuff like that. I did. Yeah. I sure did. Yeah. Right. It's crazy.
So anyway, you'll see the video if you watch any of the news today. You'll see this guy climbing the walls. Literally, I'm climbing the walls. <laughs> it was obviously something he planned out well in advance. Of course. You know? Well, and he had a decoy. Did you see how the dude standing in front of the wall yeah. that was kind of distracting people? Right. Yeah, the guy's all tatted up with a beard yeah. standing there. Right. And he's kind of the distractor guy while this other guy climbs the wall, and he's gone and out. I don't think they're ever going to find a cat. You know, if they do, it might be dead somewhere at some point. Yeah. But I, I, I really, I mean, if he's that good, he's good at eluding. Now, now, something else I want to bring up before we have to break for news here. Real quick, Elaine just asked me, she said, do you think women get together and talk the way you boys do? Absolutely. <laughs> Didn't flinch. No, Didn't. No, no. Yes, they do. It was a total testosterone <laughs> in the kitchen. What happened was I was back getting my cup of coffee before the show started in the kitchen, and the sports guys come walking in, all right? Rob and, and uh, James come walking in. And uh, so we were talking sports, you know. We were talking about Cowboys and, and Patrick Mahomes, all this other. We were just, you know, shooting the breeze about sports. Giving measurements. Wait on on Patrick Mahomes. How big do you think he is? You know, so we were talking about that. How big a boy is he? Six two. Yeah, he's about Rob's size. That's why we started talking about it. We were comparing him to Rob, who is you know a giant of a man, right? Rob, big boy. Yeah. So Elaine shakes her head and walks (laughs) out with her cup of coffee. She's just tissing. So I walk over here and she goes. You think girls get together and talk the way you guys Women do? Women don't get together and say, Angelina Jolie, you know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. How much does she weigh and what size of Yes, cups you do. And you are not we complimentary. Do not. No, yeah. women. That's why it's catty. No one says, no one says dudes oh, are catty. I think she's beautiful, Angelina Jolie. But we don't sit there and, right, did you see her when she was like 18, she weighed this much. You don't think this that, tall. wait a minute, you don't think that women get together and talk about other women? I'm bowing out. Oh, yeah. No, don't <laughs> bow out, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because y'all do, right? I mean, y'all get together and y'all will not only talk about celebrities, right? Like right. we talk about sports guys. Y'all won't only talk about celebrities like you said, Angelina Jolie, but you'll talk about people you know, like people in the station. I don't people have your, anyone. But, I have well, no nobody, one to talk to. Nobody's here anymore. But if you, <laughs> <laughs> but if you had other I'm women. I'm the only woman y'all would get to, at KTSA. You, you, you and three or four others, if there were other women, would get together and talk about another woman in the same building. Oh, yeah. It happens all Girl, the time. did you see what she was wearing That's today? exactly right. <laughs> Norma's hair is not that color. And you know, she, J- Jane was down there. Yeah. Jane was talking to Rick, and did you see how she looked at him? There must be something going on between us. You think there's something going on between those two? What you do notice, you think? Notice how one of her eyebrows <laughs> is higher up in her forehead than the other? What's up with that? In fact, she got one eyebrow. Did you see that? She don't know how to pluck. <laughs> that woman, somebody needs to teach her how to pluck. You and a brow going on. Oh, God. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Uh, okay. yeah, see? Right. It was just too much testosterone. I was just well, like, okay. Well, I know. Ralph is 6'3 and 220. <laughs> That's okay. We'll, you know what? Next time I'll bring you in the conversation, you can tell us what you think about Patrick Mahomes and his buns or something. No, no, no. I huh? like the Travis Kelsey guy. Oh, well, he's he's not going to play tonight, is he? Mm-hmm. He's out tonight, right? It, uh, it, I haven't. I haven't bet on the game because he hyperextended his knee. Yeah, yeah. and if he's out of the game, then the lines change. I don't think he's playing tonight, is he? You know, they want to save him till later. That's a tight end I wanted to watch. See, you know what, Elaine? A little cutie patootie. A tight end? Isn't he a tight end? (laughs) Yes, he is. He's a tight end. Uh All right, more ways than one. Well, if he's not playing, then I don't care. (laughs) There's no reason. If if the tight end's not in the game, I ain't watching. (laughs) I want to. I want to see some tight ends. 
fact, she, you she prefer for the, all of them to be tight ends. Right. Yes. You? you don't want to see the bulbous backside of some offensive linemen. <laughs> no, we do not. That's a meat machine. That's what that is. <laughs> all right, coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. News yeah. with Trey Ware, right. now on FM 1071. Here we go, Stevie Ray Vaughan. And you're my pride and joy. For a number of decades now, you are. (laughs) 606, good morning, San Antonio. The phones are on at 210-599-5555. Elaine was just telling me that she saw that the the two kidnapped, the kidnapped couple that happened yesterday morning have been found. So she's digging into that right now to find out more about it. Some of the uh, outlets are reporting that this morning. That's a weird deal, and that just, to me, in my opinion, that that's not a random deal. Something, 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 something uh, was going on there, and that just you you you, you just on a random break down a door and and take these two people in front of their children and run away with them. So, as soon as we find out more about that, we'll certainly uh, tell you what we know. Promise you. Here's what we do know: that the war between the chief of police and the DA in San Antonio heated up last night. And I don't know really what time the DA put the statement out, but the DA is fully blaming the chief of police for the recent spate of cop shootings here from these guys that have been back out on the street. This time yesterday, if you remember 24 hours ago, I was talking with Danny Diaz, who is the the San Antonio Police Officers Association president. So the DA's not been doing his job. It's time for him to do his, as Danny said, quote, damn job. The DA. The DA's feeling the heat because his office has been letting these guys go. Now, he's been saying, well, the, the first answer was, well, they don't, they don't bring me the evidence. I'm told they reject evidence. That's what I'm told. But now the DA, as of last night, said, look, the chief in 2022 disbanded the Rafid Offenders Program, and these guys should have been caught a long time ago. This is the chief's fault. I'm paraphrasing his statement. That the chief is the one who, who disbanded the, the rope unit, and so the rope unit is the one that used to go out and catch these guys, and without a rope unit, nobody can, nobody, you don't have any time. Nobody, no, no officers have any time to go catch these guys. It's just happenstance that they encountered this guy a couple of days ago. Of course, the truth of the matter is, if you had prosecutors in the DA's office that wanted to bust these guys in the mouth and lock them up, they'd sure do it, right? You know that. You know that. As the old saying goes, you can indict a ham sandwich. So don't don't lay us this trip about, man, we ain't got enough evidence to bust these guys. And it's all the chief's fault because, you know, rope doesn't exist anymore. This is more of this Soros BS that it's always the cop's fault. The cops are bad. And the cops are just randomly going around killing black people. Remember that? You know, we did a whole summer of that. You know, cops are bad. They're evil. They're shooting black people everywhere. Oh, now the cops are bad because they're not they're not get, catching the, the repeat guys. This guy that shot with a sawed-off shotgun a young officer the other day who's in a hospital really messed up had encountered the authorities for 10 years. 10 years. 
You want to tell me somebody who's been in and out of the system for 10 years, multiple, 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 multiple times, and multiple crimes. That's the chief's fault? That he's back on the streets? Oh, come on. I fell off a truck, but it wasn't this morning at 6 a.m. So here's what I think is going to ultimately resolve this, and I've been telling you this for you know, days now, probably the, probably a week I've been since this started brewing. The governor has got to step in. The governor has got to step in because he's not going to do it. The, the DA's not going to do it. He's not going to change his ways. He was hired by George Soros. I know to a lot of you it doesn't that doesn't mean anything, but – for those who have followed the national picture for a long time and have seen what's happened in Los Angeles and in Austin and other places across the country, you know what I'm talking about. But the bottom line is it's going to take the governor moving in with that new law from September 1, just like DeSantis has done over in uh, Florida. Prosecutors who are not doing their job can be removed from their job. And it's going to take the governor, Greg Abbott, making a move so that we don't lose any more police officers to the dirt bags that are being released back on the streets. And it's not just police officers. Keep in mind, last week you had a guy out on I-10 who was just randomly shooting. That could have been you or your kiddo in a car or whatever that could have been shot over there. And it was a cop who got shot before they killed that dude. So this is unacceptable. I think the DA's wrong for saying the chief disbanded that. No, uh uh-uh. You can get these guys locked up and you can keep them locked up, but it's this whole soft on crime thing that they're doing in these various blue cities across the country. The mayor's a part of it too, (laughs) you know. He's not going to have their back and he's not going to be strong on this and he's not going to demand action, nor is Peter Sakai. He's wussing out as well the county judge. So no, no. Governor Abbott, you need to insert yourself in this situation as quickly as possible in order to save our community before it devolves into the hellhole that is Austin, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, etc., Seattle, on and on it goes. Before San Antonio ends up like those cities, Governor Abbott, insert yourself in this situation and fix it. By the way, Governor Abbott was sued by the Biden administration. And keep in mind when I say Biden administration, it's Obama who's running this deal. But he was sued by them because he put those uh, floating buoys down to the river. Remember, the Biden administration is about the destruction of the country, and they have imported 7 million homeless people. Just look around you. They're everywhere. They've imported 7 million homeless people, and they're importing thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands every month from the southern border who are homeless people. They're bringing homeless people to America. Homeless. And so the buoys were saving lives. The buoys are saving lives because people aren't swimming the river. But the Biden administration can't have that. they got to have the fentanyl in here. They have got the, Look, it's a planned attack on America. That's what it is. That's, that's what you're dealing with is an administration that is attacking this country. Shutting down Anwar yesterday, going after the Permian Basin, trying to shut it down, opening the border, importing a bunch of homeless people. So a U.S. District Judge David Ezra said yesterday, yep, 
Biden's right. Abbott's wrong. You got to take those buoys out to water. Well, if I was governor of the state of Texas, I would say, make me. <laughs> make me. It's the 10th Amendment. I do not cede that power to the federales since they're not doing their job. I'm doing it. I will protect the state of Texas, and I'll do whatever it takes, including arming my troops on the border. I will do whatever it takes. So make me. Come arrest me if you think that that's what needs to be done for being in contempt, but I'm not moving one inch. You can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. <laughs> 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Diamond decks of San Antonio can create a gorgeous oasis for you. And I like to say it's a place where you can make memories. And I got to tell you, you know, you and I have lived a, a number of decades, right? And many of you have been with me on this journey of many, many decades of being on the radio around here. And you know my story, and I know some of y'all's stories as well. And i got to tell you, there's nothing like making memories. <laughs> stuff won't replace memories, right? You can have all the great stuff in the world, beautiful house and cars and all that great stuff, but nothing beats having memories. And when it comes down to it, that's what Diamond Dex is all about creating a backyard oasis where you can make those memories with your family, with your kids and the grandkids, and on and on it goes. So don't settle for a boring backyard, or if you've got a beautiful place already and you want to uptick it a few notches, reach out to our friends at Diamond Decks of San Antonio and let them put together a beautiful backyard oasis for you, whether it's concrete or uh, decking material, composite decking material, whether it's an outdoor kitchen or a relaxing oasis of any kind, they can do that for you. You can re reach out to them online and make sure you tell them Trey Ware sent you. DiamondDexTX.com. Going to be hot today at 103 for the high. Right now it's 81 at KTSA. Good morning. Checking the cameras, checking the map. All right, it's uh, 620 now at 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. A couple of real quick uh, news items before we talk about Jeannie and Elvis. That's right, Jeannie and Elvis. i got a story I'm going to share with you guys in a minute and get your relationship advice in a couple of minutes. 14th Amendment, there's a lawsuit to keep Donald Trump off the Colorado ballot. It's a group out of Washington, D.C., and uh, they say that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says that he can't be uh, on the ballot. This is the, uh, the this is the test case meant to get a court ruling on another legal fight for Donald Trump. They really don't want him uh, on the ballot. Uh, Democrats have tried to uh, arrest him away. Remember how this the pr progression of this. You persecute him, you prosecute him, and then you assassinate him. And they're going through the prosecution phase right now. That's what they're doing. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm saying that's, that's how these uh, banana republics, these Stalinists, that's how they think and that's what they do. So they're in the process now of prosecuting him. They have indicted him four times, and they thought that was going to be the end of Donald Trump. Let's just arrest him away. <laughs> and every time they do it, he gets more popular. His numbers went up again this week. He's got a 60-point lead on DeSantis, and nobody else is, is in the double digits. Everybody else is down in three and four range, right? And that's every poll you look at. And he's tied with Joe Biden, right? 
46 and 46. So anyway, they know that the, the now they know the arresting thing is not working. So now we're going to go after the Constitution. We're going to destroy the Constitution, and we're going to say he can't be on the ballot in these states. And this is a test case up in Colorado because they know Colorado will go along with it, right? So anyway, this is going to go to the courts. It's going to be another legal battle for Donald Trump as they continue to make sure that he doesn't have a chance to run for president. They're really scared spitless of him because he's not one of them. He doesn't belong in the sewer. He's not a sewer creature, and they know it, so they're trying to keep him out of the sewer as much as they possibly can, and they'll do anything necessary to keep him out of the sewer. And this is uh, just their, their latest move. It also taints the jury pool, by the way. Because they more, they know the more they make him sound like a criminal and a bad guy in the media and in the press, the, the harder it's going to be for him to get a, 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 an honest jury, right? It's called tainting the jury pool. You're familiar with it. Uh, uh, judges, are, 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 uh, are, are attorneys do it all the time where they taint the jury pool, and that's what they're doing against Donald Trump. So when they seat a jury on any of these cases, the jury already has a preconceived notion in their head about who Donald Trump is. They're trying to bring back the mask mandates. The Democrats are saying, no, they're not. They're not going to bring back the mask mandates. But you know they're trying to. They're doing it in schools. They're really moving on this. They've even resurrected Fauci to try to bring back the mask mandates. So Ohio Senator J.D. Vance has called their hand. Today he is going to introduce the Freedom to Breathe Act. It is a unanimous consent bill. If no one objects, it passes automatically. It's very simple. It prohibits the government from forcing you to wear a mask on planes, trains, public transit, public schools for the next 15 months, and it blocks taxpayer dollars from being used to enforce a mask mandate, the Freedom to Breathe Act. Now we'll find out, because if the Democrats object, if they don't object, it'll become law. If the Democrats object, then you'll know then you'll know that it's their plan to bring back the mask mandate. So this is going to be an interesting day uh, with that piece of legislation. I'll watch it closely, and tomorrow, if there's any movement on it, I'll let you know. 1960, Barbara Eden was big, man. She was dream- genie, and boy, was she not the heartthrob. Don, am I wrong? She was the heartthrob of boys all across this country. Jimmy, okay, right? Mm, nah, yeah. What? What? Who didn't you said 60. I was born in 72. She but, was a little old by the time I was watching But you've this. seen I Dream. But still, somebody who could cross her arms and blink and stuff happened, right? And who looked as good as her. Every boy was like, wow, that's what I want. She did say master. She, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I didn't write the script. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yes, because I couldn't write back then. I was young. She did say master. Yes, she did. That's a really good point. I'm it was glad weird. You brought that up. Did you hear that, Elaine? She said master. Yeah, don't don't think anything, Trey. The, Elaine, I thought it was no. weird. Elaine, <laughs> when you when you look at I'll me, I'll blink my eyes and someone will disappear. Because <laughs> it won't be me. It won't she, won't, be. she won't cross her arms, nod her head, and end back in a up in a bottle somewhere. The bottle will be somewhere else she gonna put me in yeah she's gonna be right there somewhere where the sun don't shine i'll be talking like this yeah travis travis kelsey travis kelsey hey buddy so anyway she was on the set of flaming star which she was co-star with elvis presley elvis was dating this girl in europe what was her name the girl in europe lisa marie priscilla he was dating priscilla well you know they were supposedly 
Right, 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 right. But anyway, so he says to Barbara Eden, he says, can you, ma'am, ma'am, she said he was always very courteous. You know how they have those director's chairs? He would pull hers up for him or for her and, you know, help her get comfortable and bring her a drink. This is, she said he was so well groomed and uh, speaking of master. And so anyway, she, he, he says to her, how do you and your husband make this work? Because they were married for a really long time. How do y'all make it work? Especially in that business, right? The entertainment business. And she said, we're a team. We're always together. He goes on location. I go with him. I go on location. He comes with me. We're a team in everything that we do. So the directors and the producers, and they all know that when I show up, he's going to be there. And when he, he shows up, I'm going to be there. We're just a team. We, we, we're in this together, which is a great way of looking at it. And I don't know if you guys check this out. But a couple of days ago when, the, when Buffett uh, passed away, little was known about his family, right? Stuff is now coming out about his family. He and his wife met when she was on uh, spring break in Key West in 1971. Wow. Yeah. This in is that his second business. wife, right? Huh? This is his second wife. I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't know. I think that was his, it might have been his second one. Maybe so. But anyway, they were married for 46 years. Wow. He and his wife were married for 46 years. Yeah, she's the one in the video that's hitting him on the arm. Correct. Yeah. That's his wife. Watching him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 46 years. Now, i got to tell you, in the music business, you, you, you know, they fall all over you sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. You you guys are aware of that. You you could just say, yes, you, 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 to the bus, right? But he never did that. He would be on the road and all that stuff, and she would be with him, or he just said no. And that's a great thing. For 46 yeah. years, the two of them stayed together from 1971 until just the other day when he left this planet. And that's, isn't that amazing? Isn't that great? It's, it's difficult. Uh, it's, it's not easy. No, no, it's not. At, at all. Uh, you have to make conscious decisions as a couple, um, The always being together. Uh, another one I know that some entertainment couples do is they don't drink alcohol unless they're both together that's a good idea um i think that one's brilliant that's a good idea no chance of getting stupid and doing something dumb yep or saying something dumb yes that's a really smart idea (laughs) elaine's like no it's not (laughs) i drink without ralph all the time (laughs) is that right (laughs) no i don't in fact she's drinking now (laughs) (laughs) or she wants to one or the other what's your dog's name (laughs) yep (laughs) KTSA, you know, at Quarter Moon Plumbing and AC, they take care of all of your plumbing needs. Regardless of what the problem is, plumbing problems are a headache. They really are. But they don't have to ruin your entire day because with Quarter Moon, all you got to do is reach out to them at QuarterMoonPlumbing.com. That's QuarterMoonPlumbing.com, and they get right to you somebody who can take care of that situation for you and they'll fix the plumbing problem now if it's an ac problem also same thing quartermoonplumbing.com quartermoonplumbing.com they send out an ac tech who knows how to fix ac systems or to install a whole new system if you're at that point where your system has just had it and bubble gum and, and uh, bailing wire is not going to do it anymore then you get in touch with quarter moon and they've got great systems they got the top of the name brand top top of the line brands with the best warranties in the business. That's what they always do at Quarter Moon. Anytime you need a great plumber or an AC tech, that's who you get in touch with at QuarterMoonPlumbing.com. Hello, South Tech. There you go. 
Yeah. I never get tired of this one. The boys are back in town. 637 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Page, KTSA.com. That's my name. Right over there is Jimmy, there's Elaine, and there's Don. And, guys, I, I got to get your thoughts on this real quick. Uh, Chip Roy is coming up in our next segment. So, um, The story that Don just played about cars spying on you. I had that story, Don. In fact, the, the two worst offenders are Nissan and Kia. They're the worst. They do it more than anybody else. But all cars are doing it now if you connect to the car with your phone. That's the key. If you can, now, I, I have another story here from the Daily Mail this morning. Common household appliances are spying on you. So if you have one of those smart speakers in your house, it's listening all the time, not just when you say her name. It's all the time. And, the re, and they record all that stuff, and, and they have used it in criminal cases where sheriff's departments, police departments, and so on, have subpoenaed voices inside of a house and used in criminal cases. Doorbells. TVs, washing machines, refrigerators, they all now, if you're using the new smart ones, they're all connected to the Internet, and they're all sharing your data. If you bought one of these new, and I think Samsung and LG have these new refrigerators that are connected to the Internet that monitors how much milk you use and when you need to buy milk, it'll put a message up on the screen on the, on the refrigerator, you need to buy more milk. But it's not just you that it's sharing the data with. I'll never forget, years ago, this was in the early 2000s or late 1990s, probably. We had a guy here by the name of Jack Landman, and he was a cybersecurity guy. He did a show called Cybersecurity. Cyber City. Cyber City. And he was kind of a hippie-ish guy. He had round glasses. Kind of. No, he yeah. was. A long ponytail. And he, he's since passed away, but he was the cutting edge of Internet. We didn't even know what Internet was. Nobody had a smartphone. Nobody even had flip phones back then. And he told me one time, I said, what are you doing? How do you make a living? And he said, well, I'm writing programs for stores and retailers like HEB, and what they do is they track what you buy, and then they sell that data to the marketers, to the companies, so that they can advertise directly to you. So if you bought Pampers, diapers, and a six-pack of Budweiser, then they sell that information to to Miller Lite and the other diaper huggies so that they can advertise to you to try to get your business away. I said, well, wow, this was, a, this was like 30 years ago. He's telling me about this, right? So these cars now, and again, Nissan and Kia are the biggest offenders. When you attach your phone, when you connect your phone, it downloads your contacts, your Facebook, your Snap, all of your social media. It downloads all of that and shares it with these companies so they can market to you. They know where you are. They know who you're with. In some of these instances, here it is right here, it collects your data on your sexual activity and sex lives. <laughs> it's right here. Well, they ain't collected nothing on me. <laughs> Mr. Celibate. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I'm ruining their algorithms. Yeah. I'm dancing with myself. But anyway, uh, so it, it sells. They turn around then, and they sell all this data 
to all these companies about where you are and what you're doing day by day, and let's just say you stopped in here and you got this, or you made that telephone call, hey, honey, can I bring home something for dinner? Yes, would you please stop and get some fried chicken? Okay, do you want Bush's? you want Bill Miller's? I want Bill Miller's. Boom, boom, boom. And it's collecting all of this data about you. It's listening to your phone. And by the way, the phone has a microphone and a camera, every one of them. They're always on. Your microphone and your camera is always on. So you don't even have to be on a phone call. Don and I are driving along in my truck, and I'm going, hey, Don, you going to the football game Saturday? You bet I am. I'm going to go to the football game Saturday. What are you going to wear? Well, I'm going to wear blue jeans and tennis shoes. What are you going to wear? Boom, boom, boom. Well, it collects all that data that Don and Trey are going to a football game on Saturday. They're wearing blue jeans and tennis shoes, and it sells all that data to marketers. What do you guys think? It, 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 it's not, it, that is not made up. It's not going to happen one day. It's happening to you right now, this very minute. So what do you guys think? Anybody concerned about that? Can't do anything about it. Can't do anything about it. Nope. Live off the grid? Yeah, you could. You don't. You don't want a phone? You said it's always on. It's always on. Unless you're turning your phone off. I can't tell you how many times Sean and I have been doing wear and rima with my phone sitting over here, not even within arm's reach. Yeah. And I'll say something, and then during the break, I'll pick it up, and I'll just scroll through my, my social media, and I'll get ads based on something he and I were talking about. Yeah. See, I don't have that happen, but if I, I'm looking something up, if I want to buy something and I Google it. Yes, that uh, too. That, that's when I usually start to see it popping up in social media feeds. And right. Well, see, so. Google is nothing more than a d- data collection service that sells your information. Yeah. That's all yeah. Google. You are the product. You're it. Because they collect all of your information, and they sell it to you. Now, a lot of, or sell it to the marketers. Now, a lot of people figure that that's the case when they're on Google or when they're on the Internet. Right. I bet you a lot of people listening right now didn't think about that when it comes to their cars when you connect your phone. It downloads everything, your contacts, who you call, who you text, who, whatever. It's all, everything that's in your phone, right. once you, it, it, like Ford is sync. I don't know what it is for Tesla, but wh- whatever. But they download all that information, and they turn around and sell everything about you. And it's not anonymous. No. It's not like we have 47 men in San Antonio driving these cars. And do- no, it's it's like Don Morgan is driving this, and this is where he went, and this is who he talked to, and so that's who he texted. What are we going to do? We, I don't e- know. You, you either don't buy a new car, don't sync up your phone, buy an old car that has no phone syncing capabilities. I like that. Yeah. And that's it. That's Give me a 67 Chevelle. But, I mean... I can't. I can't do anything about it. Give me I can't, a low rider. I, I can't vote Google out of Google. I can't vote anything. There's nothing I can do. I have to just live with it. You have to live with it. Yeah. I think he's right. And be, I don't know what else you do. Well, be cognizant of what you're doing. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't be the cop in Maryland who meets this. Uh, yeah, but if you're black too lazy to look in the your refrigerator thing. to huh? see if you got milk. If you're too lazy yep. to look in your picture, then you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve to be followed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's I have friends that have a refrigerator that does that, and they get these messages that says, "Hey, you're running low on pickles," you know, or whatever. You know? Right. And it's like, oh my god. Well, you, you know that? that's crazy. Yeah. The smart TVs. Every morning, I turn my TV on and I hit the button, and yep. it goes straight to ESPN Sports Center. And then on Saturdays, Correct. it goes straight to soccer because it watches my patterns of viewing. Exactly right. And I, f- I don't hate it. I had a friend tell me yesterday, get this, man. This is going to freak you out a little bit. And then we got a break because Chip Roy's coming up. I had a friend tell me yesterday, he's a Spotify guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's driving along listening to Spotify. And this 
Spotify DJ comes on and goes, hey, so-and-so, his name, says his name. So, uh, hey, said, no, seriously, he says, hey, Don, I noticed that you've been listening. This is your Spotify DJ, man, X. And I know that you've been listening to these songs here recently, so let me just play some of your favorite stuff, man, real quick, and then I'll check back with you in a minute. And it's AI. It's not a real human being. But he said it sounds just like a human being, and it's targeted and designed specifically to me. Called me by name as I'm driving down the highway, listening to Spotify, said my name, and then played the songs that I love. Yeah. (laughs) Like I told you when I was on the road, uh, we listened to it a little bit. And it was, you know, the the AI DJ came on. I don't know about this band, Rio Speedwagon. Right. But, man, they sound really familiar. Right. But it'll fix itself on that. <laughs> yeah. It won't say yeah, Rio before yeah, long. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll do it right. Out, yeah. But it, it'll say, hey, Elaine, I know you listen to this, that, and the other. Let me play some of that for you. Check it out. And it'll start playing your songs. Yeah. And it's a DJ from Spotify that's not real. It's AI. He's read your mind. Yeah. Well, or, or everything that you ever did. Right. <laughs> so I'm a bit concerned about that, but there's some, certain things I well, wouldn't want them to do. Well, my goal in life is yeah. to make AI blush. <laughs> and you're doing a dang yeah. good job of it. Where was this stuff 30 years ago? <laughs> All right, Chip Roy will join me next here on KTSA. I want to tell you about uh, our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited, Financial Freedom, Livestream.com. Financial Freedom, Livestream.com. That's where you go. You log on there and use my name, where W-A-R-E is your promo code. When you do that, you will find all kinds of great discounts for you to get involved with our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. That's where they show you, teach you, bit by bit, piece by piece, how to invest in real estate and actually make money investing in real estate. You will know how to find the right property for you. You will know how to put together the financing to do it, and they'll help you put together the financing. You will know how to fix that property up, how to sell that property, and how to build on top of it, on top of it, on top of it, until you're ready to retire in a few short years. Now, they can do all this for you, and I want you to check it out. There's no obligation to log on and check it out, but be sure you use my name for that uh, for those great discounts. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Shop local at Green Carpet Company. High quality. D.C. finds itself right back in the situation of uh, trying to fund the government by the end of uh, 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 end of this month. And we'll see what the leadership of the Republicans in the House end up doing. Um, we know we've got a great ally in Chip Roy. We know that he's got an ally in Matt Gates. They put together a tool back in January to cut off the dollars. And in other words, to quit, as Chip has said on this show many times, to quit giving money to people who are destroying the country. Namely, the the Democrats in this administration. Another ally is Representative Tom Tiffany from Wisconsin. Why would Republicans continue to fund Washington's status quo for open borders, runaway inflationary spending, and weaponized government? Americans are sick and tired of the status quo. And my friend and my representative, who I'm honored to vote for, is Chip Roy, and he has been fighting this battle. I saw him on Fox yesterday. I saw him on Newsmax last night. Uh, Not not that I'm, you know, like shadowing you or following you or anything, Chip. I don't want you to get uncomfortable or anything like that. But I do love what you're saying. And and obviously Charles loved what you were saying as well, that, you know, uh, um, it's time for America to wake up. And as George Washington said, government is is like fire. It's a good thing as long as you control it. But once it gets out of control, it'll consume you. Good morning, Chip Roy. Morning, Trey. Great to be on. Hope... uh... Hope you're doing well. Doing very well. And uh, looking at coming up once again to the end of this month and trying to put together some sort of way to uh, to fund the government. 
And I love what you're saying about cutting off the funding. Uh, why would we continue to fund these people who have open borders in our country? Well, Trey, look, I mean, I think that's the fundamental question. I know a lot of your listeners, of course, are, are supportive of what of what you're saying. But I, I, just, I want to be really clear, right, because a lot of people are going to, you know, uh, present a false choice over the next three weeks, right? They're going to say, well, Chip, you don't understand. If you don't do that, we're not going to provide funding for Border Patrol and for ICE and for all the people who are out there working really hard. So this doesn't make sense. So they'll say, hold on a second. Look, the fact of the matter is, there's no world in which I want to try to play roulette, Russian roulette, whatever, with with the salaries of these hardworking patriots who are actually trying to do their job, while Alejandro Mayorkas undermines them every day. But I'm trying to fix this for the future, not just for the next 60 days. Amen. Um, when we have a shutdown, quote unquote, the government keeps operating. Uh, we still have people on the line. Uh, people are going to get paid. That's just the simple truth. Um, they're going to get paid. Um, the only question is when. Our job in Congress is to fight, to use the power of the purse to change what is happening when a tyrannical executive branch is out of control. Your listeners know the truth. They know what's happening. I can open up my phone right now on Twitter and pull out story after story after story of the people flooding in. Todd Benson, who lives in Austin, Texas, was posting videos just yesterday of people flooding across the border. Jason Jones, who's on Newsmax a lot, posted videos of finding guns and ammo and, and stuff that's just now across the Texas border that they're finding from dangerous individuals coming here. We've talked to moms dying from whose kids died from fentanyl. We're talking to all of the ranchers who are getting hammered in South Texas. It is my obligation to use the power of the purse to force change. And I'm not going to listen to these, frankly, hand-wringing fools in Washington who, by the way, they're like, oh, my God, Chip, if the government shuts down, they'll blame us for it in the election. You know what's going to happen in the election? We're going to get our ass kicked if we don't go fight for the people who sent us to Washington Amen. to fight for them. That's our job. And by the way, don't hand ring over a two-week government shutdown. When we watch these idiots shut down our entire American economy, put kids out of school, Amen. shove masks on people and vaccines in their arm for two frigging years. It's our call to fight right now. So Republicans need to do what they say they will do, and that's what this month is all about. And uh, before we run out of time, I know that you're talking about uh, Alejandro Mayorkas making zero dollars or a dollar a year or something like that. He, need, he really needs to be impeached is what needs to happen. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Uh, unfortunately, I've got a few Republican colleagues who don't believe that it's a high crime and misdemeanor to lie to us under oath, mm -hmm. disregard your, your constitutional obligation to secure the border. I disagree. We've moved almost everybody, but I don't know that we've got enough to get to 218. So some of us are trying different angles to get rid of them. Uh, and, you know, one way to try to get rid of them is to say, guys, we're not going to give him any money. But importantly, why are we going to give anybody at the Department of Homeland Security any money until you, Biden, get rid of this fool and change these policies, pass H.R. 2, pay Texas back, do what you need to do to secure the border. I know it's not going to be perfect while this idiot's in the White House, but we need to do something to force change. And that's what this needs to be about here in September. No excuses. Let's get our job done. It's, by the way, it's not just the border, right? It's the Department of Justice being sure. weaponized against the American people. It's the Department of Defense that's more interested in social engineering than defending the country. 
it's it's about all of the things this administration is doing to us, uh, and and we're trying to fight to change it. It's emptying our treasury into Ukraine right now. It's emptying our munition stocks into Ukraine right now with no accountability whatsoever. We have God knows where any of that stuff is going, including the money. Yet eighty seven thousand new IRS agents will demand that you account for every single penny of your money, but no accounting over in Ukraine. Uh, real quick, Chip, we only got about thirty seconds. What can our listeners do to help you? in this fight yeah make sure that every member of the texas delegation knows full well that you expect them to stop the funding of a weaponized department of homeland security department of justice and government against the the texans that they represent including our senators light phones up call all your friends in texas texas is under assault by this administration we should not fund it we should not fund this this uh biden administration uh in september without change period and don't don't wilt don't cave this is game time. When we all run around going, oh, my God, we love the Alamo. Those guys stood on the wall of the Alamo. You can't even just figure out how to manage three weeks in October right. without the federal government existing right. in order to go try to save freedom for your kids. Yeah. Spare me. Yeah. And stop with your sacred cows. When they, when they say, oh, you're not going to get your Social Security checks, that's bull crap. Let's let's all like you know. Let's saddle up. It's game time. All right, on and follow him over on uh, on X or Twitter as it's called. Thank you, Chip. We'll speak again very very soon. I appreciate your time as always. Right. See you, brother. Bye. All right, take care, Chip Roy in Washington this morning with the fight. Be right back with Warren Rima, KTSA. Having pain like that and not knowing how.